When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast. A horrible night at Wrigley Field. A horrible series for the Cubs at Wrigley Field. They lose two out of three to the Pittsburgh Pirates. The finale, 8-6 to six with Kyle Hendricks on the mound. And yes, at the moment, they have dropped out of the playoff situation. So currently, they are not a playoff team. They are currently eight games now behind the Brewers. I mean, that is over, and that slipped away quickly. You can see Cody's not going to be doing a beer bat tonight uh, until maybe he gets home, and then he might do about 15 of them. But that's another story. Listen. <sighs> Bro. You, you I, I'm tired of them losing to bad teams. If you want to be a playoff team, be a playoff team. The bottom line is they're three and ten in their last thirteen games, and they're not playing. You may say, "Oh, Arizona's a good team." They're basically the same team as the Cubs. Like they're they're not a great team. Arizona's not a great team. You lost six of seven to them. The Pirates, the Rockies. They're losing to average to bad teams, and they're doing it down the final stretch of the season with everything on the line. More importantly, these teams that they're losing to, against the Pirates and the Rockies, you should be able to show up, play clean baseball, and chalk up a W. Period. All you have to do is play clean baseball, and that, to me, has been the biggest theme of this stretch of bad baseball by the Cubs. Yes, one night, it's they don't have pitching. The next night, they don't have hitting. The next night, it's the bullpen. The next night, it's the starting pitcher. The next game, it's, it's the hitting again. You know what's been consistent? Sloppy baseball in almost every one of the games. Tonight, I mean, first of all, you can't give up 11 hits to the Pirates. You can't give up eight runs to the Pirates. But the box score will say two errors. I'll give you at least three. Bad plays that impacted this game. What did I say when they, they closed the gap? We're heading to the ninth inning. I'm like, they got the right guys coming up, but I have no faith that they're going to keep it here. Couldn't do it. I mean, the rundown play, that was Little League stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I, well, I said I wouldn't judge until it was all over. I'm not, but 3-10 and 10 against average to bad teams. Right now, they don't deserve to be a playoff team. <clears throat> yeah. Before I start, uh, Antonio, whoever you are, um, thank you for the views. Uh, appreciate you for being here. 
and uh, supporting us. Hit the, hit the like button, brother. Um, yeah. Okay. For me, uh, I would say, you know, they lost by two runs, and Dansby Swanson's error led to two unearned runs in the beginning of the game, basically. Right, the finish, Kyle the finish was great. And uh, I, if they would have lost like you know three to zero, like it looked like it was going to be, I can't believe it ended up being eight to six. Um, if they would have lost three to zero or whatever, um, I would look at that error as as it hurting them a lot. But to me, that's a, that's a play that every shortstop in the league should make. It, it was a tailor made uh, double play ball, and it cost the Cubs. He, they, that forced Kyle Hendricks to throw more pitches, and it cost them two runs. Um, Dansby Swanson is one of the best defensive shortstops in baseball, dude. Like, like he's he's got to make that play. He's got to make that play. And I've I've sat here and, and defended him because of the bat. Well, tonight the defense cost them a game. Big time. The defense cost them a game tonight. Half he, dropped the ball. Only, he's a gold glover, I, I, too. I know, I know he had – the home run in the ninth, and I know he was the one who got the first run on the board, but, like, he left six runners on bases or five runners on bases first two at-bats. I think I think six overall, something like that. I, did I – I don't know. Like, it's – I thought his home run he hit on Monday was going to be the, you know, kind of some sort of building spot for him. Uh, he's just He's just been – Hot and cold, honestly, since mid-August. It's it's every game and here or there he does something offensively. And when everyone else is performing, you can you can, you know, just uh you can throw put that to the side as long as you're getting the defense. Well, well tonight his defense legitimately cost him the game. They lost by two runs, and because of him, the Pirates scored two runs. His error cost them two unearned runs to Kyle Hendricks, all right? So yeah, when you're talking about sloppy play, yeah, dude, like that's that's it. Like that's uh that's that's tough. And then they had so many chances those first two innings. They had guys on base and they just couldn't get the big hit. I I don't know. I, I don't know wh- why, why not? My my biggest thing with this team is like, dude, they they already surpassed the season total win total. Like this team should be playing with house money. They're pl- they look like I'm watching these games, and I feel like I'm watching 2018 or 2019 all over again. Those teams were so much more talented than this Cubs team. Those those teams had higher expectations than this Cubs team, and this team is out there right now. These last two weeks, I guess you could say, acting like they have all kinds of pressure. There is no pressure on this team to win. There is none. Absolutely none. People are still criticizing them for not selling at the deadline. Like a bunch of losers. <laughs> I I don't understand why it feels like why it feels like that. Why why they're why they're playing like that at least. Like why why do they feel this immense pressure? They're 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 playing with house money, man. I don't so know. I don't I don't get that. So that, that's that's my biggest thing is I feel like they're they're playing like 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 they're afraid of choking or something. Like they're not choking. They they've already exceeded expectations for the entire year. They have 
surpassed the expectations of the season way more than even I expected. And I'm the idiot who predicted 88 wins. In some aspects, they have exceeded expectations even for me. I didn't wins. think that Justin Steele was going to be a Cy Young candidate. I didn't think that Cody Bellinger would was going to be this great. I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't know if he was going to be this great. You know, like, they have had so many extremes hit. If they were going to be good or be in the playoff race in September, they had they, they were going to need extremes to hit. Brendan and Corey have talked about this on many of their Sunday shows. They have had so many of those extremes hit. And... It doesn't make sense to me how, like, this is happening now. And so, I shouldn't feel like I'm watching 2018 or 2019 all over again, man. Like, because this team isn't, hasn't given off those vibes all year. So, I, again, I, the, the good news, Luke, is that even though they don't have the tiebreaker with the Marlins, <laughs> is that they're going to go on tomorrow go. and they still... They're still right there. But, man, these last two games are – they're massive. They're massive in terms of being able to – not only did you not gain ground yesterday, but now, you, now you're now you tied with the Martins. If the playoffs started tomorrow, you wouldn't be in. Like, they are doing this to themselves. And it's like, at this point, even if they are on the last day of the year, if they win, if, if they're somehow in it on the last day of the year, they still might not get in because they don't own the tiebreaker with – the Marlins or the Reds, and I don't think it's going to happen. But shit, the Padres have won like seven in a row. They're only four and a half back. That we just we were sitting on the couch last night talking about what happened to that team and how the hell did they not like they should have they should have been either running the NL West or own a spot in the wild card too. But they've been a massive disappointment. But somehow getting hot here at the end of the year, I don't know if it's going to happen. But they scare me more than the Giants, Marlins, or Reds. In some aspects, because at least that team looked like at the beginning of the year that they were going to be a team. So if they keep winning, who knows? But I'm just, I'm so, I'm just, I guess, I don't want to say I'm disappointed because, again, they've surpassed the season expectations. But I don't, like, that's something I can talk about three weeks after the season, postseason ends, whatever. I don't, I don't want to talk about that a week before the season ends. You know what I mean? No one in the chat wants to hear that. No one, like, no one wants to hear that bullshit. Like, I, I, I understand that. And, and like, that, that's what, like, pisses me off that they're playing like this because there are so many great things from this year, and it feels like we're all just going to have this, like, real bitter taste at the end. And it's almost going to ruin all of the good that's happened. And I, I just don't want that because, again, this, this team has been so fun to watch during the good times. And Up until the last two weeks. Yeah. And even during, like, you know, the times where, you know, they got to 10 under 500 and all this, we were still watching, you know, certain guys that we were hopeful for to be good be good. We were watching Justin Steele put together a Cy Young caliber season. Marcus Stroman was putting together a all-star caliber season. Bellinger had been great and it, you know, to that point. And Swanson and Horner, best defensive middle infield in baseball. And like all these things. There there were little things. And again, at that time, we're just thinking, you know, well, you know, if if it ain't it, it ain't it. There was no expectations for this year's team. But now here we are, and you and they they had themselves in position to 
you know, at least secure a wild card spot pretty easily here at the end. And losing two or three of the Rockies, getting swept by the Diamondbacks, and now you lose two or three of the Pirates, a team that you've dominated all season. And now the Rockies are coming here tomorrow, and you already lost two or three again. And but you just lost a series of the Pirates. There's no way I feel confident about taking that series, or even like not only taking that series, but sweeping it like they need to. I, I said they needed to go four and two on the homestand. The only way they go four and two on the homestand now is if they sweep the Rockies. So it's just, I don't know, man. Like I'm all out of like reasons or excuses. There are none anymore. <laughs> there are. There's nothing left, man. Like they got to play better. You want to blame David Ross for every little thing? Fine. Whatever. Dansby Swanson's got to make the play at shortstop, though. You know, Ian Happ's got to make the catch. He had the ball in his glove. Astroboni can't throw it in the right no. field. Astroboni can't throw it in the right field. Ian Happ has to make that catch, man. The, 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 I'm sorry. That ball's right in his glove, pops out. He caught it wrong. You don't catch a basket. You put your glove in the different spot. He has to make that play. He's a gold glove left fielder, and he's – it's almost like he's really fallen off defensively these last couple of weeks, and it's really, really hurt them. Yeah, like, bad, a his, like a his lot. Like a lot. His drop in Colorado, terrible. Was bad. Awful. And I mean, I would, I would say that one's more bad than the one we saw tonight. The one thing I'll say about Hap in that particular scenario tonight is that it was a much tougher play than the Swanson ground ball. But yeah, it's like that's what good teams do is they make those types of plays, man. And we've been, we've been praising this team all season for how good it is defensively haven't we that was the one yes. thing that we said that, that we said all year is that this to team defensively hang your hat on is, defense yes well part of the problem here is that we, again it's a flawed roster first I will say Eli in the chat is like have some damn faith the season's not over that's not what we're saying but let's also not bury our head in the sands and ignore losing 10 of 13 to good to maybe maybe good to bad teams, right? Like the, you're not you're not losing to the Braves and the Dodgers and like and the Astros. You're you're losing to the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, the Pirates. The Pirates just scored 22 runs against your two best pitchers. Now, in games with your two best pitchers on the mound, this was not Kyle Hendricks' fault. This game, this was sloppy defense. This was the bullpen again. Like I said, the blame, it's, it's been a full team collapse if they end up doing that. It, it has been spread around. And the problem is that it is a flawed roster, and so the margin for error is tiny. And if you don't at least play clean baseball, the, the, the very least, the minimum you have to do, if you're just right on the fringe of being, I mean, guys, six teams make the playoffs now. You're just trying to be one of six. Yeah. So they're expanding anymore. Three wild cards. So you know that third wild card team is going to be a fringe team almost every year. The, the five and six team are probably fringe teams every year. You've got to at least play clean baseball. You've got to go out and at least do the fundamental stuff. And the Cubs haven't done it in this two-week stretch. It, I don't. Maybe the numbers tell you something different. I'm just telling you what my eyes have seen. My eyes have seen for two weeks that this has been the worst fundamental baseball that they've played all year. What series was it that uh, Sutcliffe said that was the worst series? Was it the uh, Diamondbacks the first time? So that's the worst baseball I've seen them play yeah. no, since I've been here on Marquee. The Rocky were, series. Is what the Rocky talking. series. Yeah, they were terrible. It's true, they're throwing the ball all over the place. They're booting the ball. Yeah. 
Now, don't get me, don't get me wrong. The umpires, holy cow, just give me the robots. Yeah. And I saw Corey in, in Twitter mad, like, get thrown out. If you're not going to get thrown out of a game for that, why not? Like, talk about David Ross. Yeah, that yeah. that's a spot where I would have run out there and been like, come on. Yeah. It completely killed the momentum. It did. Completely. We're talking about well, the what killed out. the momentum was giving up the runs in the ninth inning. Correct. That was the buzz kill. The but, fact that the yeah, offense like, did that, Bellinger and Swanson did what made that happen after that was actually impressive. But then the momentum uh, after the Swanson homer was killed after the umpire rung up Saya on what should have been a walk. Great at bat from him, yeah. and rung up on a pitch. There was many chances where he could have just walked if he just didn't swing at some of them. But you know, whatever. Like it's so it's like back to back nights. I feel like an umpire has really screwed this team. But you know, whatever. And that and that wasn't the only bad call too. There was there was other bad calls I that that happened in that game. Cubs but, should have won the game six four six three. Says Scotty. I don't totally disagree with that. Yeah. If you play cleaner baseball, I guarantee you win that game. Because the Swanson error led to runs, the Hap error led to runs, and the Master Boney error led to runs. You can say it wasn't an error on Hap, but it, he'll tell you that was an error. Mm-hmm. I, it looked like he took a step or hesitated and didn't get a good read on the ball in the first place. So then he was behind, had to run and slide, but he, he got there. Yeah, he was there he by a while. He got there. It was in his... I don't know how you can score that anything but an air when the ball hits the middle of the glove. What do you, how could it be a hit? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and I can guarantee you Hap's in the locker room if he gets asked about that. He's going to say, hey, I should have caught that ball. The accountability I, I would, assume, would be there I would assume him. Swanson yeah. is doing the same thing, oh, too. Oh, 100%. Well, Swanson for sure will say that he should have had that ball. That was as routine as it is, as it gets for him. I don't know, man. A lot of guys left on base. Yes, a lot, a lot of guys left, left on, a ton base. on base. I, I see so much hate for David Ross in this chat tonight, and I understand the frustration. But th- again, a lot he of didn't these do most of the things that happened tonight. No, again, man. What's second he straight night where I can't blame him for the loss. What's he supposed to do with this bullpen? He's got no fresh arms out there. He's got to put some guys out there, and they're giving up. And then Merriweather is the freshest arm That's that he had. Fault. It's not his fault. Merriweather is the freshest arm that he had. And he just he he decided to finally have a bad appearance. He had he'd been great, like it's just it's like a domino effect in some aspect. I don't know, man. I the bullpen can't. is out of gas. Why are people talking about Iowa, Iowa f- football and basketball in the chat? I mean, the we heck? also got some White Sox fans <laughs> in the chat too. It's no, no. It's and Sean saying another producer that loves Ross, of course. I. I'm not t- I think you're hearing it wrong, Sean. I think a lot of people are frustrated with things that David Ross has done this season. I'm not trying to speak on anybody's behalf. I just don't see the last two games as David Ross carrying the shouldering the blame for those, those two games. I just don't. Now, maybe if you zoom out to the 13 games, you can pinpoint more of those. Mm. I've gone back and looked at it. I just know that they haven't played good baseball for two weeks. Yeah. Period. Against meh teams in Major League Baseball. Those yeah. teams, none of the teams they've played are winning the World Series. No. O- only the Diamondbacks can you say, okay, they're pretty good. But they're a fringe playoff team just like the Cubs. Mm-hmm. And, and so the Diamondbacks have flaws. The Rockies have lots of flaws. The Pirates have tons of flaws. You can't go 3-10 and 10 against those teams. Yeah. Now... 
if you're able to make the playoffs after playing like this, hats off to you, and then anything happens when you get in the postseason, maybe you can make some noise. But, boy, don't bury your head in the sand. The way they're playing right now, they're not getting to your 88 wins. Right? Well, not now. I mean, still, they were on track. Still I mean, a chance. Of, <laughs> of course, there's, there's, also still a, there's also still a chance that they don't get to my 83. Yeah. Well, if that happens, if they don't get to 83, with, that's uh, right. This is going to be a miserable week. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You just don't know how it's going to go. Uh, Craig Brindle says 17% catch odds. Thanks for the info. Would have been nice if Hap could have made the play, but he didn't. Yeah. It was, to me, it was. I just a know a gold player. glove outfield. Uh, yeah. Gold glove outfielder makes that catch. Yeah. It hit the middle we've, of his glove. He dropped it. We've seen. We've seen. It him wasn't Brant Brown, but he dropped the ball. <laughs> we've seen him make plays like that all the time, right? Yeah, I'm not, <sighs> and I'm not sitting here. We we broke out. You broke out the numbers on Ian Happ last night. Yeah, pretty much the same season he had last year. I would agree that the defense hasn't been as good as it was last year, but to say that you regret signing Happ for that amount of money, yada yada yada. I don't know. It's been it's been the same season. I just think the stuff around him has been shinier than it was last year. Yeah. Right. Like there was there was he was surrounded by guys that weren't major leaguers last year. So you were like, oh yeah, he's he stands out. But now he doesn't stand out as much because Cody Bellinger's on the team. Dansby Swanson's on the team. And yes, I know. We got four thumbs down. What is, is it? The White Sox fans like shit. Two thumbs Probably. down. Yeah. Well, we did have some. <laughs> We did have some loser Sox fans in there trying to troll. I mean, bro, you're losing 100 games. Yeah. You guys are supposed to And you to might lose 100 win. again next you guys season. You're supposed to be a playoff team. And your yeah, window is and your window is open. Yeah. Crawl through it and go back to your house. Oh my god, I swear to god. Worst organization, the Bears or the White Sox? Probably the White Sox. Oh, still. the White Sox. The White yeah. Sox. Yeah. It's the White Sox. So that's uh, not even Donnie. He's m- sent multiple comments saying Jason Hayward's like sla- like his batting average, or whatever. Like, dude, like Jason Hayward needed a change of scenery, just like Cody Bellinger. Like, good, good Cody for, Bellinger was good awful for Jason Hayward. the last handful of years for the Dodgers, and Cody Bellinger came here and he's got it back. Whatever the Dodgers did with Jason Hayward, like, good for him, man. Like, I, I don't that that has nothing to do with the wins and losses here. Like it. Cody Bellinger is a better baseball player than Jason Hayward at this point in his career, in general, actually. So I don't, I don't know why you're bringing that up. We talked about Ian Happ's numbers last night. They're essentially the same as last year. He's almost a four-war player. Say Suzuki's had an up-and-down year. You'd like a little bit more consistency, but... Hell, for the last month and a half, he's been the best offensive player they got. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're complaining about, dude. Like, and also the Dodgers don't even play Hayward every day. They use him in matchup based games. Like he faces righties only, basically. So like, I get the bitching and the complaining, but like, it, have some backbone with it. I, I don't like that. Just I don't understand that one. They're still paying him, yes. <laughs> Okay, all right, Donnie. Yes, they're still paying him. It's one more year, and it's not our money and ain't your money. It was his time to go. Like, what is that? What, who cares? Dansby Swanson, they're all, they're he's, also he's paying, complaining about paying us Hosmer paying. Pay, he's complaining about us paying Hayward and, and paying Swanson. Well, okay, Swanson, yeah, he's got to make that play, but he's he is the reason the Cubs are even in the playoffs, playoff picture to begin with. And I don't know if Donnie's a Sox fan, but I would say, yes, they're paying Hayward, Hosmer, 
and a couple other guys probably as much money as the Sox have paid on any free agent. <laughs> so even, even ask that sense. about your owner. Ask that about your owner if you're a Sox mm, fan. Ben Attendee, how's that money well spent? Yeah. How many home runs know. does he have? Does Madrigal two? have as many? Same amount? Madrigal? Yeah, I think two. I, I don't right know. I, it, I just like, it, whether you're whether he's a Sox fan or not, it's just like I, I'm done I don't, under, I don't understand that, that argument. But, yeah, man. It was, in, in the grand scheme at this point, man, what you said about the sloppy play is the is, – is, that's, that's been the issue the, the, these last two weeks. Sloppy play, man. Like, yeah, umpires haven't been kind. Yes, they've hit a lot of hard b- baseballs into gloves. But if you play clean baseball yep. against bad teams, some of that stuff shouldn't matter. Right. Some of that you should be able to overcome a bad start or mm-hmm. a bad bullpen game or a, a game where you can't get the key hit or the umpire screws you on a call at the end of the game. Some of those things go away if you don't shoot yourself in the foot. Right? Mm-hmm. If you don't, uh, who was it, Plaxico Burris? If you don't shoot yourself in the leg. Good callback. Thanks. Yeah. That's a heck of a my memory, that's I like it. pretty, pretty, pretty far back. Pretty good. Pretty far back. Uh, all right, we're going to get to uh, Ryan Herrera is going to join us from beautiful historic Wrigley Field. We'll see what was said by David Ross after the game. Uh, and Cubs players after the game, I saw. I still see people saying, and I know Corey said it again on Twitter, that they're mad David Ross didn't show a little more fire than a couple barks at the umpire on that say-a-call because the game wasn't over yet. Um, a lot of people still want to see Canario play. Again, I, I would like to see Canario play, but I don't think Canario not playing is the reason they lost the game. They lost the game because they gave up 11 hits. They had anywhere from three to five errors, depending on who's scoring the game. Right? Yeah. And it was... And Mastroboni had two hits again tonight. So, I mean, he... <laughs> he and, and honestly... But, he, but he, he, uh, he did even that out by throwing the ball yeah, in the right field for did, me. Yeah. But... It, Should have been an out. Yeah. That's for sure. It, and that... That turned out to be huge because they didn't get that out. That led to them hitting that homer. That gave them the eight to four lead. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I mean, each of the, to me, and that was that for me. There's three undebatable errors. They only scored two of them, but there's three undebatable errors for me. All three of them led to major runs in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Well, the Master Boney throwing error. It all started with a gift by the Pirates because right. Ian Happ gets the ball that Hayes hit, and instead of hitting the cutoff man, he throws it to second. Right. J.D. And, pointed out. So yeah. that's, that's another mental mistake. Now, you benefited from it because the guy was dumb enough to go home, but right. it is still a mental mistake. You still made mental mistakes in the game. Right. So, sorry. The way that it played out, they got an they, – they, they got the guy out at home to keep it five to four, but then when they couldn't, not being able to get that runner in between second and third because of the master bony throwing error, just uh, it kind of killed what any kind of momentum you would have got from that. I felt like if they would have got that shutdown inning after crawling back and making it five to four, I felt like I felt really good about going in the bottom of the ninth inning if, if they could have kept it that way. But it's tough. 
Why are so many Sox fans? I just don't. Y'all well, what are so else, fucking miserable, what, bro. What else would could a Sox fan possibly do right now? God, we live. What else free could in their they? Heads, how bro. else could they spend their night? I guess being miserable, being Bears fans too. But yeah, shit. I mean, it's not even worth going over, man. One playoff win and since yeah. 2005. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know, man. I I appreciate y'all for giving us views. No serious it's, hu- it's huge for us. No I I appreciate that. But fuck, man. We don't even talk about you guys on this show. And, Sean, the, and the Cubs are fire still grandpa. in Fire Grandpa. Sean, Fire Grandpa. Quaddy would have been better. A lot of people saying, get Craig Council. Okay. All right. Bruce going to just let him go. Hey. So, I don't know. We're going to get to uh, more of this. We'll uh, continue the therapy session. Please hit the like button if you so prefer. If you want to hit the thumbs down like five other people did, go ahead and do that too. I don't care. Uh, are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, then we have some great news for you. Ray, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake have just joined the CHGO team. At Ray, CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during Jeep Adventure Days at Ray, CDJR, and Fox Lake, you'll be able to take up to 15% off MSRP on all new 2023 Jeep Gladiator models. But that's not all. Now, through September 30th, the end of the month, explore newly renovated showroom they have Take advantage of breathtaking deals as they celebrate their grand reopening. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today, serving the community since 1963. And if you're smart, you'll show up with a little bit of bacon for your friends at Ray CDJR. Where are you getting your bacon? Where else? Charlie, the bacon guy, based out of Woodridge, Illinois. He makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 30 different flavors. This product is always an all-natural, no-fancy preservatives product. Order lots of bacon. It's vacuum-sealed. Freeze is great. Bacon lasts in a package up to 45 days in the fridge, six months in the freezer. Bacon jam lasts 60 days in the fridge, usually 20 seconds in my house, and up to six months in the freezer. They've got maple pepper. They've got French toast flavor, jardinera. The bacon jam goes perfectly on anything. Scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, burgers, grilled cheese, or even a spoon. He will deliver to you, meet you halfway, or even ship it. He will get you the bacon on time. I'm starting to think the Rally Rice Krispie Treats might need a little bacon. Contact on Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy or on Twitter at CZ, the bacon guy. Or you can email this guy, Charlie, the bacon guy, at Gmail. His website is coming. Your bacon should be too. That was an electric ad read. Listen, I've never been more excited about bacon than I am with Charlie, the bacon guy. I tried the bacon jam in that chicken wrap I told you about last week. Yeah. Took it from a 6 to a 9.5. Ooh. Bacon jam. All right. I still haven't got any. So I I'm gotta, thinking, you know what? I'm, the next thing it's I'm going to try it on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he'll ship it to you. Will he'll he? meet you halfway and say, here, here's your bacon jam. All right. I'm thinking about a little uh, breakfast scramble with a little bit of that bacon jam mixed in. Mm. It's got a nice smoky flavor to it. Real good. Why well, get something from a store, right, that's been sitting in preservatives? And this guy's right down the road just making his own bacon at home and saying, hey, I'll meet you in a parking lot and bring you the bacon jam. <laughs> That's the kind of hero we need. 
Here, uh, what do they say? Uh, heroes are remembered, but legends never die. Yeah, or, sounds like a legend to me. He wasn't the hero we asked for. What's the? Is that Spider Man? Yeah, Batman. Maybe it's Batman. Yeah, I think that's Dark Knight. What you were trying to say? We'll have to ask Ryan. He says it's the greatest movie of all. I time. I agree. It's like one of the greatest movies of all time. Yes, The Dark Knight. Uh, the good news is, there's, <laughs> Tim Brinkman there's, gave us a like because of the ad read. He said this. Nice. Thanks. It was a le- when Stuck reads the bacon the the Ray CDJR in Fox Lake <laughs> the CDJR in Fox Lake fifteen percent off MSRP <laughs> when he reads that one that that fires me up this is the first time I've smiled all day <laughs> uh, I'm other- telling you bacon jam on a Rice Krispie treat is not out of the question before the season is over yeah That's why fair. not uh, the other good news of the night is it yeah. looks like the under is going to hit between the 49ers and Giants. <laughs> That's the other Here, good I thought news. he was going to say, like, well, other teams didn't play and this team lost. He's going to give us some update on the playoff standings. It's a, a, on a wager that he plays. I thought he was going to say Drew Smiley looked great. Well, Drew Smiley did look great. I was going to go, man. Maybe. He did, dude. Smiley yeah. looked okay. How about it, though? Did I not? I placed the $5 bet on Bellinger because I said it. This will be so Cub that they'll give up runs and he'll hit a home run. Mm-hmm. He didn't. And then the next guy up, I said, actually, the most Cub thing would be Swanson hitting. And I didn't place the bet. And I should have. Yeah. I thought your exact line was, I'm never opening this app ever again. After, after he hit the home <laughs> run, yeah, he said, I'm never yeah, opening yeah. the app again. Uh, Hawks with Sox, he claims that he's a fan of both teams. So uh, when I, I, you're okay to be here. Um, he confirmed that. So at least that's what he says. Wix on Saturday. I appreciate everyone for being here. Tyone tomorrow, right? So I, yeah, you know, Tyone pitching on the last Friday one twenty game. What did I do to deserve that, bro? (laughs) Well, you're gonna have to take him and who you got. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm taking Jamison Tyone tomorrow. Right now, he is my who you got. Are you allowing that to happen? We can't take pitchers, but are you allowing it to happen? Yeah, if you want okay. to take time. Corey, go you're ahead. watching. Please say in the chat if you're allowing it to happen. That way there's someone other than the commissioner. Thank you. Corey uh, in our Slack channel watching from the game has be been miserable. questioning. Yeah, he's been miserable. Like I thought he might. I mean, I'm miserable. I was worried that we were going to have to bail him out and that he was going to have a Especially felony charge on his record. Out, right? Yep, do it, Corey says. Go ahead. Yep. 120, <laughs> City Connects are a vibe, but Tyone pitching in that game tomorrow kills the vibes. Mike Dubs. Mike here Dubs. we go. Super chat. Fernando. I'm still here. I'll cub to the end. See, <laughs> Fernando, I like that. I'm not telling anybody how to do it. I'm, yeah. I'm not happy with the way they've played baseball for two weeks. I don't think they're happy with the way they played baseball for two weeks. Right. But – if you don't want to give up, don't give do up. We, if you want to pack it up, go ahead and pack it up. Did we uh, did we read all the super chats? No, there was another one prior to that. Wasn't that there? one, Brennan, Brennan? He says, "If the Cubs don't extend Bellinger, I don't think this team will be solid." I would agree. They got to they got to keep Bellinger. I, he's going to go to free agency, but the Cubs got to be the fa- like they have to make themselves the favorites to bring him back. He has to. They have to just pay him whatever it takes. He's he's worth every penny at this point. Boy, Bellinger, you're going to have. Uh, Shohei hit the market because the only way that it would make it that it would I guess be okay if you didn't bring back Bellinger is if you shined if he's is uh, if you signed Otani, but but Bellinger gives you, you somebody both, to play first base. Yeah, I'm not saying that. 
the reason I people are, you know, I think the price obviously will come down a little bit on Otani mm-hmm. because of the injury, and you don't know if he's going to pitch again. Right. Now, the doctor came out yesterday and said he will be hitting next year, ready for the season. He'll be ready to go, which the guy's a spectacular hitter. Spectacular. He's one of the best hitters in baseball. Yeah. And he will be able to pitch the following year. Maybe. Maybe you double down on that. Maybe All of a sudden. Both. I don't know. I mean, let's be realistic. They're not doubling down it, but one of the two, please. Yeah. One right. of the two, please. To me, Bellinger's number one on the priority list right now. And they got to figure out third base. Like, and it's like pick. it's just been the thing that we've talked about all year with third base, man. Like, you know, outside of Candelario, and like I think we've realized since Candelario's been on the injured list, like how much he really did at least solidify that position, mm-hmm. and it and was a major impact in the lineup. So him going getting hurt was was very tough. And hopefully, I think they they said on the broadcast tonight. That he'll be available to come off the IL on Monday. It's either Sunday or Monday. I, when Ryan gets in, he can, you know, tell us. But like, like yeah, I I like Masturboni and I and I you know Wisdom's a nice dude, but like, like Masturboni and Magical f- for sure. Are, they don't have a they don't have an everyday third baseman. No, they're not they're not an everyday third baseman. They're they're very solid utility bench guys for sure. Like I I think a lot of teams could use guys like that on the bench, but you need an everyday third baseman. And Candelario t- is the only one that they have. Yeah, this is this is out of the Cubs locker room tonight. David Ross post game. That's not a good team that just took two out of three from us, or not our caliber of team. I believe we have to turn it around. It's on me. It's on the guys in the room. That's a pretty powerful quote from your manager. I mean, I haven't heard him that fired up in a couple of weeks. Maybe that does light a fire. I mean, he, he's he right. He could have said that three right. times in the last two weeks. Yeah. Right? He's, he's not – he's got to – you have – something has to be done to light a fire. Let the guys play free, whatever it is, but oh. play clean baseball. Grapefruit says that we skipped his super chat. Oh, Grapefruit. I'm Let's sorry, Grapefruit. Kevin, please find it. Grapefruit says he has a super chat. Done with the show. He says goodbye. Well, <laughs> he said you're never going to hear the super chat if we don't yet. Uh, I, Scotty been, had one Cubs to celebrate a, twice in Wrigley North this year. I haven't. I don't well, seen a super yeah, chat. The hope one. <laughs> I didn't see one. From Maybe him. it was at the very beginning. I don't know. But we'll read hmm. your. We'll read your super. We chat. got Sorry, more from Grapefruit. more from David Ross too. There's shit all over the place that we can point to. It's time to put up wins. No excuses. Oh. Okay. He he sounds mad. <laughs> Yeah, he, he should sounds, be. He should he be. Sounds, I'm telling you, this is not. Yeah, this is not a failure on one, one piece of the team. It's not just the bullpen. It's not just the rotation. It's not right. just the offense. It's not just the manager. It's been everything. But the yeah. glaring thing for me has been that it's been sloppy baseball for at least two weeks, maybe more. Yeah. In a critical stretch, yeah. three and ten, and the common theme has been messy baseball. So, uh, did we did we find that? I, I did not see there's, the super chat, no so super I, chat. I don't think the super chat went through. So sorry, uh, grapefruit. Grapefruit. Um, Perhaps try again. Try it again, or if you have uh, something that shows that it, it says it went through, let us know. Yeah. Uh, apologies, if we're at fault. Um, if you're still here. 
if you're still here or if you're gone. 49ers win. Somebody said 49ers win. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about any positives? Is there any positives from this game? Drew, Drew Smiley. Smiley. Yeah, I, yeah, Drew I'll Smiley, honest. but I'll turn that into a negative. It's what I was saying the other day. I think they should have put him in the bullpen earlier. Yeah. I tweeted that earlier that they should have called up Jordan Wicks earlier, put Drew Smiley in the bullpen, and they might have been able to salvage some of those like bad starts that he had. Um, I'm not saying that Jordan Wicks would have been what he was since he's got called up, but I don't know. At least you would have got to see some guy like uh, like a, a first round pick go out there and perform. I mean, the fact that Jordan Wicks has done what he's done in in this tight playoff race um, is ma- in- incredible. So. I don't know. Everybody says we're not reading Super Chats, man. There's only been two. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Will Jimmy Carter survive to the end of the season? <laughs> That's a good question, That's a Sean. Great question, he Sean. is in hospice care, from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, listen, that nine games left. That's it, right? Nine? Nine games nine left. Nine games. Nine games left. Six of them against very good teams. This is what we wanted. I, I should rephrase that. These are the games we wanted. The results have not been what we wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we hoped for games that would matter down the stretch to try and get in the excitement of a pennant chase. What you didn't want so far is the Cubs falling flat in said pennant chase. Yeah. I found Grapefruit Super Chat. Oh, there it All is. right. Sorry there about is. that, Grapefruit. Why does this lineup feel so off every day, guys, from Grapefruit? Two bucks. Uh, uh, a lot of people asking that in the chat. People want people well, to know about the lineup. I'd, here's the only thing I'll say about the lineup. Again, to me, the lineup wasn't the problem tonight. You still had 11 hits, didn't you? You still scored six runs. The Cubs averaged nine runs a game against the Pirates. Pitching I know there. I know Dansby Swanson struck out like five straight times. Mm-hmm. I know it happened. I saw it. <laughs> and and it wasn't good. Yeah. But they averaged nine runs a game against the Pirates and they lost two out of three. Other things were at play in this team losing other than I wouldn't have thought Master Boney was going to be a great play, but the guy, other than the throw into right field offensively, turned out to be an okay move. I was not happy that Canario didn't play after having the big game, but they, it's not like they didn't score runs. This, this, is, this is what it is. Scotty's got it. Suzuki behind Bellinger every day. I, I, I am 100% with that's, that. That's I am. my complaint. We talked about it and when I was still on prefer, with the guys a week ago. I prefer Bellinger. Right now, if it were me, I would have Bellinger third, and I would have Suzuki fourth. Yes. Agreed. I would move that's how I would two. build the lineup. But I would have Ballinger batting second, personally. But okay, or second fine. and third. I'm okay with that, too. But I would have, say, a batting behind Bellinger. Or, like, I don't understand why, why it went away, but in Arizona, Ian Happ hit leadoff, and he, he did well. The, the, yeah. the few games he did it, he came back home, and he's back in the three-hole. Now, he hit a grand slam last night, so I ain't going to complain, but overall in the three-hole, it feels like, you know, it's 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 been, it's been hot or cold, but... I just feel like his considering Talkman's, you know, inconsistencies over the last month and a half, like why not why not ride with that? You know what I mean? I I, I do have a question about um Ross. Now I, I understand and don't get me wrong, I understand a lot of the stuff people are saying. I don't disagree with some of it. 
um, David Ross to past Cubs managers. Where is your fire and anger right now? What's your fire level for David Ross? I think right, like, in the chat like the, the heat, him. the heat level. I'm saying the heat level. How angry are you at David Ross? Are you, um, are you Joe Madden mad because you were? A lot of people were mad at Joe Madden. Are you? I'm not Joe Madden. Dale well, Swain mad? <laughs> but how? How Mike mad Quaddy? are you? Are you Mike Quaddy? <laughs> Uh, what's uh, Rick Renneria mad? Are, are you Ricky mad? Were are we you, ever mad at Rick Are you Ricky Renneria? mad? Are, Leo you dust, are you Dusty mad? Leo DeRocher mad? I, I saw somebody. Are you Leo DeRocher <laughs> mad? You Dusty Baker mad? Yeah. Paul says he's 11 out of 10 mad. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's your pers- if you're If you're on the fire, hit the like button and tell us how mad are you? Like, out of a scale of 1 to 10, how mad are you at David Ross? Barb says Quaddy ruined Tyler Colvin's career. Uh. Well, he went to the Rockies and wasn't any good. Sox fan says Poor he'd rather have Tony La than David Ross. That's bold. That's bold. Eric Hosmer mad, says David. <laughs> I, I really, I'm curious to hear what Ryan has to really? say I, about all this. All right, let's do our I, ad okay. reads and get to Ryan because I am curious about I'll, all that too. And my answer to that is I, I, I never really got mad mad at Joe Madden just because. Me either. They won, he the, won World the World Series. Series with the guy. But the only thing about Joe Madden that ever really annoyed me was how he just ran Steve Ciszek's arm into the ground. But that, yeah, I mean, whatever. But I, again, I'm I'm different than a lot of people in the chat and just people in general. I, I don't I don't get mad at the manager as much as everyone else does. John is Don Baylor mad. I see some. Uh, Barb is Lee Elia mad. And Donnie is Lou Pinella mad. Take it downtown and print it. Donnie's ready to pull a freaking base out of the Don ground. Don Zimmer pissed. Late Dusty mad. Lou Pinella mad. No, not Joe Pesci mad. All right. Uh, you know what will help that mood out a little bit? little sunny side cannabis dispensary. A lot of these people in the chat need the sunny side. <laughs> I need the sunny side. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Sunny side is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunny side has everything you need to elevate your football season, your baseball season, depending on whenever you're miserable most. No matter where you are on your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup, great transparent loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards, Illinois' favorite dispensary. Uh, some of the favorites include Mindy's, the best-tasting gummy, and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. There's other ones such as Cresco, High Supply, Wonder, and a lot more through October 15th. Head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. I know I didn't read that as good as Luke Stuckmeyer reads an ad, but lucky for you, he can tell you about what it's like to be a diehard. Uh, well, it's life-changing to be a diehard. Uh, right now, you wish the Cubs had a few diehards out there. Podcasts, live shows, every day right here. When you sign up to be a diehard, you get the premium written content from one Ryan Herrera in the member section at allchgo.com. You get 20% off all our events. We've got a tailgate coming up October 1st. Bears-Broncos, they might actually win that game. <laughs> Come to the tailgate, hang out. we got Firewater Barbecue. we got Goose Island Beer. You get 20% off everything, and it's all included. All you can eat, all you can drink, all the vibes you can handle. We have dope merch for every team. 
allchgo.com. You get 20% off all that dope merch. And when you sign up to be a diehard, you get a free shirt when you become a member. And when you sign up again the next year, another free shirt. You get the members-only Discord where our friend Gary likes to hang out a lot. And, uh, of course, don't forget the diehard card. Right now, if somebody's giving you grief about the Cubs' potential collapse, throw down the diehard card and walk away. Oh, it's like flipping the bird at somebody. Just throw down the diehard card, walk away. That's walk all you got to do. It's like a credit card when you go to the bar. Cody, you got a DraftKings pick of the week? Uh, yes, I do. And, you know, for the sake of keeping it Chicago, I am taking the over in the Bears-Chiefs game on Sunday. Over 48. I think the Chiefs are at least putting up 30 because the Bears defense stinks. And... <laughs> Pardon me for having any kind of optimism about the Bears offense, but I think Justin Fields is going to be better than he has the first two games. So, Man, I, I looked at actually just taking the Bears because it's impossible. <laughs> and, but I thought the odds, I thought the, I thought the odds were going to be like, hey, bet $5, win two grand. Oh. And then I realized, nah, I was no. like, bet $5, not the biggest win, underdogs win in like NFL 40 history. or something like that. I was like, no, nah, okay, I'm not that crazy. Now, if you want really good odds, you do an alternate game line of like Chiefs minus 21 or something like that. I bet those odds are better than just betting the Bears money. Line. I'll have to dig through it with you tomorrow. We'll, we'll <laughs> figure it out during the day game. Uh, Carlos, a super chat, an aggressive Ian Happ at the plate is a good hitting Ian Happ. We covered all the super chats I think Cubs will celebrate twice at Wrigley North. We saw that yeah. one. All right, Ryan is I appreciate settling. that optimism, whoever said that one. I, yeah, uh, you too. Jim Duff is do right donuts closed mad. That's, a, that's pretty Damn. mad. That's sad. That's mad. That's angry. Yeah. And they have been closing early, which doesn't that's make me, me happy. That's me when I go home and I try to go to Taco Bell and the <laughs> lobby's closed or something. Duff you know? is angry. Is what yeah, that he's means. Duff. He's angry. Alan says, let's talk about firing David Ross. Let's talk to Ryan Herrera. The man who you can read at allchgo.com. So, Ryan, uh, it sounds by some of the quotes that Kevin read us that David Ross was fiery after this loss. Uh, maybe not, like, emotionally fiery, but kind of laying everything out. Um, you know, talking about just kind of some of the things, obviously, that went wrong was straight up, you know, like they hit weren't pitching well guys didn't get the big hit early where I would have come back later on. Um, you know, he did mention a couple calls, obviously that we know didn't go the Cubs way that might, you know, yeah. you know the, the, he didn't like, he didn't specifically want to comment on umpiring, but he did mention like Brad Boxberger gets that call. Um, you know, the, the couple runs that inning may not score, you know, say, uh, say his call strike three in the ninth that, the, the Boxberger one, to me, was a little more borderline, although it could have gone either way. It could have definitely been a ball. Um, and and to do the, if they get that call, probably saves the inning there. Um, the Seiya one, to me, was just like – you saw Seiya's reaction. Like That was mm -hmm. a bad call. Um, Seiya obviously didn't like it. Um, and, and so, yeah, he didn't, like, specifically get fired up about the umpires, but he did mention um, a couple calls that didn't go their way. Um, but, you know, he yeah, he just kind of laid it all out and, and talked about you can't make excuses at this point. You got to you got to pick up wins um, however you have to get it done. And, and it's a you know, he put it on himself. He said the team's got to play better, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a very like at this point in the season, I, I think a lot of that is true is 
everyone's got to do better. You got to win games. You can't make excuses anymore. You got nine games left. And at this point you don't control your destiny. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, he was, he was open. He was open in the post game. I'll say that. I don't know. Again, I don't know that he's like emotionally fiery. I would, I don't know. How I'd characterize it that way, but he was very open and, and willing to kind of lay the things out. Um, you know, just about what happened today. Well, the last time I can remember him kind of being openly angry in a postseason was when they were in Milwaukee and they were closing the roof and talking about shadows. And he kind of, kind of blasted the Brewers a little bit when he wasn't happy with the way. Uh, they were handling the ball game. <laughs> it wasn't that. So it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad, and it wasn't uh, Lou Pinella saying, "You think I'm a dragon?" You know, yelling, "What kind of baseball you play?" We didn't get any of that yet. No, but I tell you, yet. when you lose, when you go three and ten in your last thirteen games, and again, these are not good teams they're losing to. They're they're at best average teams that they're losing to. I wonder if that is coming because we've seen a lot of people in the chat saying. Either A, they want David Ross fired, <laughs> or B, they want David Ross to show some emotion, especially after the say call, which he did. But um, do, you, do you sense that the, the, the tipping point is coming for David Ross's anger? Because he uh, is a competitor. There's no question he's a competitor. Well, well, first, I want to say, like, I'm sure the chat is very rational because I, I have scrolled through it a little bit, saw, like, people say I'd rather have Tony La Russa than David Ross. Um, oh, that's someone said, someone said, <laughs> someone said the Cubs are going to, are, are, are going to miss Nelson Velasquez because he's the power hitter they need right now. Like, very rational chat, I'm sure. Um, but I, that's hard to say. He is, he is obviously a, a, a competitor and we've seen it just throughout his managerial career. Um, you know, the kind of, the kind of red ass that you get that, that some managers mm-hmm. get after the game. Like, we've seen it. And, like you mentioned that Milwaukee game, like he, when, when he feels it, like he does it, he doesn't hold back. I, I, it's hard to say that if it will come, you know, um, it could for sure. Like this is a very pressure filled, frustrating time for the Cubs, considering they've lost, was it 10, 10 of the, 10 of the last 13. Right. Um, I don't, I don't know that we're getting to a tipping point where he's going to start just okay. blasting everything, but uh, right now we are getting that kind of, again, the, the laying it all out openly talking about what went wrong um, and, and being straight up and saying, we can't keep, we can't make excuses. I, I, we're getting that. And that's great to see. I don't know that we're going to see. I, I won't, I won't like say right now that we're definitely going to see a blow up at some point, but we could, you know, David Ross, he hates losing. And we know that he hates losing and it could tip over at some point. There could be some boiling point coming. Uh, for me, the disappointing thing has just been how sloppy it's been. Was there was there any addressing just the, you know, I mean, yes, there were two errors in the box score, but mental mistakes and physical mistakes, there were probably at least five in this game, whether it was not throwing to the cutoff man or dropping a ball or throwing the ball in the right field. Like, it, it certainly wasn't a clean game, and I don't think this game stands alone uh, in that being the theme in this stretch of, disappointing baseball for the Cubs. Um, yeah, and that's, yeah, it's, like you just said, it's been going on, it feels like, for a few weeks now. And, you know, Dansby specifically talked about it, took accountability for it. And, and you know, and it wasn't even that. It was, or it wasn't just, like, the error that he made, obviously, right? That cost, uh, was it a couple runs in the third inning? Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he talked about, you know, he had multiple chances in those first five innings to, I think, 
one. Um, he he ground out to the shortstop with two men on, two outs. Struck out he second a, time out. Yeah, struck out with bases loaded, and then flew out with two guys on and one out in the fifth. Um, and he, you know, Dansby took accountability for it. You know, saying that uh, in a way, sometimes it, like he gets pissed off, and sometimes that helps him. And saw him respond a little bit later on in the game. He got that RBI single. He had the two run home run, and I'm, the that's not a garbage time home run to me. Like they had David Bednar on the mound and in kind of a must win game for the Cubs. Like that's, that felt like a, a pretty big home run for Dansby right there. Um, but yeah, like I, David Ross mentioned all that just in the general, like we have to play better. We have to play clean baseball. We can't win if we play, if we don't play clean baseball, you know, David Ross has mentioned it as, you know, our brand or our style of baseball. Um, we know we know that that is based on run prevention, right? Pitching and good defense, uh, and we just haven't seen that every. We just haven't seen that consistently the last couple of weeks. I mean, you look at that play, um, you know, the, the the play at home, right? The play at home to, to gun down. I think it was Brian Reynolds scoring home, like that was great. And then ten seconds later, the ball is getting thrown into the outfield, and Brian Hayes is scoring or is, is getting the third, right? Like it's it has felt a, a lot more or a lot less crisp, obviously than they, than they looked earlier in the season errors happen. Um, but there are, you know, the base running mistakes, uh, the just sloppier play in the field, like miles master Boney, obviously thankfully for the, thankfully for the Cubs getting back to third on that one when Willie Harris very clearly had the stop sign on. Right. Um, just, just little things like that, that they've all acknowledged need to be cleaned up. They got to be cleaned up soon, obviously, with nine games left. But um, yeah, it remains to be seen. Uh, we've got a super chat here from Fernando saying, honestly, if they miss the wild card after mismanagement of lineups and bullpens, how can he recover from it next season? His decisions lost early games, too. Um, all right. So Tyone is on the mound for the next one. And I don't know what they expect, but. Boy, it seems like a tough time to have his name come up in the rotation when you desperately need a win against the Rockies tomorrow. It just, yeah. I, I don't know where he's going to find it, but he's got to find it. The silver lining, you know how I do. I always Yeah, well, find you're one. captain positive. The one uh, silver lining is that his first three and a half innings, three, four innings of that start in Colorado, he was actually okay. Uh, but he had one bad blow-up inning. So that's been his issue all season. So if he can just avoid that somehow, maybe yeah. he surprises us. But. Ryan, any reinforcement updates on, on guys that might come back and help at all, even <laughs> uh, for one game? I mean, Adbert, I know Adbert talked to our friend Bruce Levine um, and said that he's hopeful to be back, like maybe that last weekend. Um We've given really uh, – he was playing long toss, I want to say, was the update on him today. We've really been given no indication on if he you know, will return. Uh, it's kind of a lot of wait and see, right? But there's like for some of these guys, you know, Michael Fulmer, um, Candelario, I think Candelario, they're, they're expecting back, but um, not 100% sure on when exactly that's going to be because what Ross said pregame was like you don't want it to be a thing where you, you're getting him – and then you, you give him the next day off as, as he's trying to, you know, work back into game mode. If they want it to be, he's back and ready to go. Um, so that 
kind of remains to be seen on when exactly Jamer's going to be back. I mean, Adbert, Adbert would be really big for this bullpen right now, right? Michael Fulmer would be really big for this bullpen right now. Um, it doesn't seem like those guys are going to be back um, in the near future, you know, maybe next weekend potentially. Or maybe, I don't remember exactly when Fulmer um, is able to come off the I.L. But, like, yeah, as far as, like, the, this weekend against Colorado and, and three kind of must-win games at this point, um, you got a lot of guys that, that are here now that are going to have to pick things up and, and be better and, and produce uh, to pick up some wins this weekend before they head to Atlanta. All right. Uh, let's do who you got real quick. Um, it's a tough, t- tough night to do who you got mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because well, of just the outcome of the game. Um, I would have said Dansby Swanson, but that air to me was maybe the biggest play of the game yeah like he had the rbis late but the air early was so impactful um i'm tempted to say my guy nico two hits you there's he's the one guy you can't complain about tonight like i'm willing to give it to you i don't know i'm not even begging for it i'm just saying i the master brony had two hits but he had an air (laughs) threw the ball into right field that cost him late I mean, Bellinger was mine tonight. Up on a bad three. He had a double too. Bellinger had a couple walks and a double tonight. Yeah. Played and had a nice yeah, play. He, a good he was on three first. times. Yeah. All right. Give it Did to the producer finally get a pick? Did I finally get a win? Ryan, come on, throw me a lob. I said you give it to him. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't care. Right. I mean, it, I, that's fine. I, I, I don't have a problem with it being Bellinger. I don't. Sweet. Had a nice, you know, win nice. streak starts now. <laughs> it's not over. Was it over? No. Uh, Barb is asking me to take Ryan to Taco Bell. You should. You should. Uh, Ryan, okay. Ryan needs to get himself back home because the clubhouse will be open soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're telling me. For the game, uh, day game tomorrow. By the way, we have pregame here tomorrow as well. So Cody and I will be here. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, we'll let you go. Thanks for uh, jumping on. I, what's the theme is just everything that was said after the game. Yeah, a kind of, all kind of a, yeah, kind of a no excuses theme, right? Like it's it's kind of, but it's kind of like what we've been talking about like the last couple of weeks, right? It's just like it's one of those okay, move on to tomorrow, win, try to win tomorrow's game, right? Yeah. It's it's the same message. The message hasn't changed, um, but it's like yeah, move on. To, don't make excuses for today. Just go win tomorrow. I think it's a little more crisper than that than just like yeah. oh, like we got to put it behind you, move on tomorrow. It's like no, no, no. Don't make any excuses for today get over it, move on to tomorrow. It feels a little more crisper of a of a turn-the-page type thing. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of the theme for tonight. Sounds good. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow and uh, hopefully a better outcome against the Rockies with Tyone on the mound. Uh, by the way, check out our set. You see some of these decorations? They're coming from FOCO. Get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Aloha shirts because it's still baseball season. Last full day of summer was today tomorrow the autumnal equinox is the only day of the year where every place on earth receives roughly 12 hours of daylight the more you know i once did weather uh (laughs) aloha shirts straws polos bags everything you need for a game yeah these set decorations have been donated and we dig them check out foco.com click the link in description below for all non-presale items Mm. use the promo code chgo for 10 percent off 
I should have brought him on set because the chats made me want to shade my eyes from all the pain. Could have used my shady rays on set tonight. But it is today was the last day of summer, but, you know, the sun still comes out in the fall. So get your shady rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. my favorite season. Yeah, mine too. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair. We've worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by loss and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on one day, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing a much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays. Impact from building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor venture of a lifetime Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I'm putting a, a chat here. I'd like to join the chat. I just I've said, come on, chat. Sox fan. You know you want to be the 100th like because 100 is exactly what the Sox are going to do this year. <laughs> Losses. Uh, <laughs> I, I just got to say, listen, like. It was to, a fun to, chat. It was a fun. This one, as miserable as I, as, as I am. It's and good ever, therapy. All of us are. This, is, this was good therapy. And honestly, like, I. I it, it made it even more funny that Sox fans came in here to try and, like, I don't know. like It's like talking to a wall with you guys, man. Like, it always they has know. been. It always will they be. Know. It, it's like talking to Believe a wall. Believe me, they know. Like, I know it pains you when I say that the Cardinals are the real rival for this for this team. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to tell y'all. I look at Sean and Herb every day, and I tell them. I ask them, how's the team doing? I ask, you, I ask them, like, what's, to get to what's, 100. The, what's the future? What's, who's the future? I, I'm genuinely interested. For now, Jerry. Jerry <laughs> is, is Jerry the sell, like I, 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 just, I just don't hate y'all like you want me to no, hate you. I don't I, and so I'm, I'm sorry that I can't give you what you want. But if you are going to come in the chat and troll, at least be right whenever you say dumb shit. And a lot of you said a bunch of dumb right, shit. Fans. I will say this. Again, <laughs> nine games left. If you think we're quitters, remember, still wearing Bears gear. Yeah, Tron, you know, stuck that sound almost, like a quitter. Stuck it makes almost me crazy. bet the Bears money line. Almost I almost bet, bet Bears, Bears money line. line. You almost did it. You just bust tossed yourself. <laughs> you know, I'm that kind of uh, I'm that kind of crazy. To, I still got Bears gear on. He's trying to convince After us week, to take the had. Bears yeah. on Sunday. Bears man. money line. I said it's just crazy enough that we could make a million dollars doing it. Did you take it? No, I didn't. Then I I found out that it was like bet five win forty, and I was like, come on, like. Although I did, I am thinking about Cole Komet because bet five was win like 100 or something like that. So that was pretty good, I thought. A little bit better. I don't understand the whole odds thing quite like yeah, Cody does. <laughs> I just know I want to make a you lot of You want to see the big plus sign next to the number? 
the bigger the number with the plus side next to That's it, right. the better the odds. The number wasn't the but plus the number wasn't high it happening is is very. It low. was only like plus five hundred. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for. I think it's Powerball that's big again, yeah. like seven hundred milge. Now I won't the, be in the chat when I win the seven hundred milge. By the be, way, it just, might, I'll just buy donuts for everybody. It might and leave. be a good bet if the Bears are down like fourteen to nothing early. Then slam Bears money line. That's well. If they're down fourteen <laughs> nothing, it's over. <laughs> I'm just saying, you yeah. want better odds, like. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, Jamison Tyone. I don't know, man. Pre-game show. I, I don't. I, I get. Hot. I'm honestly just worried about the bullpen. Like, I feel like we didn't talk enough about the bullpen tonight. The bullpen is the reason. Again, the bullpen was the reason they lost last night. The bullpen is the reason they lost tonight. The bullpen's got to be better, man. And I know that it's taxed. I know because of injuries and stuff, like. The ass man is in the rotation instead of in the bullpen. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Keegan Thompson hasn't been what you need him to be. Merriweather finally had a bad appearance. Uh, Alzale is on the IL. Like, I get it. I, I, I get it, and it makes me feel like there's no hope. Like, you, I'll say the one thing the Sox fans are right about in the chat is that we are delusional and we have hope, all right? But that's, that's fandom. I'm sure you all had some hope in, in, in April. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't because Jerry Reinsdorf owns your team, but, like, there's some of you that had to have some hope. You had an uh, you had a Vegas win total of 84 and a half. I'm just saying, but uh, I that's all we that all we can do now is sit back and 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 watch it all play out. Like I mean, and what am I supposed to do other than to have hope? I'll be at the game tomorrow. Can I take Tyone to save the season? No, no. Cody's already taken him. It's already been taken. It's my thing. It's already been done. All right. It's already so, been handed because the one time he did it, it worked. All right. Except in Colorado. Got Except for in Colorado, and then I said they should never be able to pick a pitcher ever again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, to me, tomorrow, the key is the bullpen. The bullpen's got to well, be yeah. better. And and don't blame us. We ate plenty of Rice Krispie yeah, treats. I had like, Rally Rice Krispies are not our Rice fault. Krispies. Dude, I – like, The only reason I've worn pants the last two days is because after the win on Monday, everyone was like, oh, they're wanting to know when Cody wears pants. He has to wear pants. Now he's been wearing pants. So we want, I don't know what you want me to do. Also, it's kind of chilly and cold out now. It's going to be warmer tomorrow. Show us your knees again. (laughs) Show us your knees again. Uh, I don't know what you want from me. Thanks for checking out Mm -hmm. the CHGO Cubs podcast, including the seven people who gave us a thumbs down. We appreciate it, and we'll see you tomorrow for the pregame show, Cubs Rockies. Nine to go, still not out of the playoffs. Not yet. Currently, if it was over today, they would be, but they still got a shot. There's still a shot. Haven't been eliminated. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, thanks for watching and listening, and fly the W.